0: Stories welcomes you to Otherworld Seattle, a story heavy, rules light Call of Cthulhu actual play. And now, our keeper, Wes Otis.
1: Everybody. Welcome to Otherworld Seattle. We have some awesome players with us. Let's start with Michelle. Hey, I'm Michelle
0: Otis, and I am playing Mirabelle Ochoa, who is in the Forestry Service.
2: Hey, guys, I'm Mac. I'm playing Cecil Mulgrove, who is a hacker and hardcore conspiracy theorist.
3: Hi, I am Pooja, and I'm playing Mira Rao, who is about to open a door into who knows what.
4: Hi, y'all. Jay, playing Sean Charles, a video store clerk and boom operator, apparently.
5: Hello, I am Saint, and I will be playing Bailey Wolf, our intrepid cinematographer.
0: Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on ko-fi.com, spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show.
1: So, the last time we were together as Mira was about to open up a door in a second story old abandoned Victorian home, it said that a woman named Shannon had passed there in the 20s or 30s, but it's sketchy on how she died. And her family lived there for several years, but then said that Shannon caused too many problems. And they moved out because they got tired of getting haunted. Oh, and by the way, just because I know I haven't said it before, but her last name is Redders, R-E-T-T-E-R-S. One last thing before I forget, while you were all hanging out at Holy Roast, one of Cecil's friends slash hackers uh, went into her house with a family of raccoons and used her computer. Without her knowing, he is on the lam as it was uh, from the local PD and possibly the FBI, bringing heat to Cecil's place. Not good. And that pretty much catches us up from episode one. You were just about to touch the door to open it up, Mira, and you swing open the door, and this gust of really cold wind, your temperature gauge goes from a 60 down to about a 30. It gets very cold all of a sudden, and there's a shake as goosebumps invade your skin, and you hear just this strange sound emanating from the room ahead. Now, before you go forward, I'm going to make you all roll a resolve check. Now, for those of you listening, we're switching out sanity checks with resolve checks. They're basically about the same thing, except for resolve checks are a character's ability to uh, stand up to fear, to uh, remain in a situation where their life is in danger and there's lots of fear flooding their body and jacking them up on adrenaline. It's basically decoupling the horror mechanic of a mental health condition that many people might suffer from and changing it to something that everybody understands, which is your fear, panic, things like that, that can overwhelm us and all human beings understand and relate to. With these rolls, basically, if you lose a certain amount of resolve points, just like uh, sanity points, you must roll on a chart to see whether or not you run away, you pass out, or you attack whatever's causing the distress. If you lose all your resolve points, you then no longer have the ability to face fear and have to retire. And it is possible to lose so many resolve points at once that you can just die. If you lose more than 50 points, you have to make a luck check. If you fail that, your character dies from overwhelming fear. But you can also regain resolve by resting 24 hours and you get a point back. So it is possible to regain all of your sanity points if you're willing to rest long enough or if the supernatural allows you to rest long enough. Uh, And you'll see how it works as we go through. So everybody's rolling against their resolve. Everybody has a starting resolve of 70. So you wanna make your percentage roll under 70.
4: Oops. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, no. Mac is back <laughs> with other world rolls. Double oops. Okay. Triple oops. Uh, okay. Quadruple
5: oops. What?
3: <laughs> I am sorry that I came through the computer and stole everyone else's luck. I rolled a seven.
4: Okay. <laughs> oh, wow.
6: I you are
3: rolled a 99.
4: 99. Okay oh. 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 Those Dice are dead to me. Uh, <laughs> so our two resident
1: believers in the spiritual, because Madam Peaches did well and uh, she's fine. You swing open the door. All of you swear you see this this flash of light. It was this weird form. It really did feel for a moment like there was a, a presence, a... An energy in the room that dissipated very quickly as the door was swung open. I'm going to roll to tell you how many resolve points those of you who failed the roll are going to lose. You all lose two points. So it's just a minor shock, nothing major. And I say, well, I, I guess it wasn't raccoons. Yeah, but it
4: was something, wasn't it? I mean that was something we get it all on camera? I I think we got it all on camera.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, actually,
3: let's make a roll. (laughs) (laughs) You better get this because how cool would it be with like the that icy wind blowing back my like giant black skirt and like my hair waving in the back. You must have gotten it, right?
1: Make a photography roll for me, Saint. Alrighty. If you hadn't failed your resolve check, then but you got you got startled. So I'm gonna say right. that you have to make a roll. The old steady hands. <gasps> okay, I got a fifty-eight. You got a little shooken, but you weren't stirred. So you're okay. You kept the camera, and you got what looked like the flash of light, and then the room goes completely dark. Madame Peach just starts to talk about you know, feeling the energy, and now it's it's been removed, and the temperature of the room has started to go back up. Uh, what do you guys want to do?
2: That was... that was intense. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Wow, we found something after just a week. Are we getting pranked? I mean, we have to get more, like... Are we
5: using early digital cameras, or is it film? Film. Right, so I don't know even if I got it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, well... You know you kept your hand steady, and you know you kept it pointing the right way, so you're pretty sure you got it. You probably have a reel-to-reel deck for audio. I mean, I guess we could just keep... let's go check out that room? Okay. You all venture into the room, and it looks like most of the rest of the house, but there is lack of energy all of a sudden. There's an old Art Deco vanity with a busted out mirror sitting against the wall with one drawer slightly open.
4: Mira, open open the drawer, open that drawer.
1: We'll get that on tape.
4: Bailey moves to
1: center it. You center it and Mira opens up the drawer slowly. Inside you see this old brooch. This
2: place is so picked over. Why would this still be here?
1: It does totally look out of place, doesn't it? I mean, why, if if this place hasn't been lived in in twenty or thirty years,
5: and is it um, dusty? Is it clean? How big is it?
1: It looks clean. It's relatively big, but it's old. You can tell it's like an Art Deco kind of look up to it. So, don't touch it.
2: I think you say that right. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil <laughs> is like touching it. <laughs> yeah. So 100%. as. <laughs> don't touch it, and it's like, uh, uh-oh.
3: <clears throat> this is obviously what Shannon wanted us to find.
1: You start to reach down to touch it, and the drawer just slams shut. Shit. Elijah goes, all, all right, let's Let's uh, let's reconvene downstairs real quick, and just goes. He's like, come on. <laughs> no, no. What? Like, did you see that? I- Mira, try the drawer again.
5: Bailey's backing up through the no, back. No, Bailey, of the Bailey, come on, Bailey, it's stay. It's like I'm holding this the camp.
1: Do what you're doing now. I'm going through the door. Like- All right, Jay, can you roll uh, your St. Crispin's Day uh, speech <laughs> <still>? <laughs> what,
4: what attribute am I rolling this on? Charm, charm, or persuade? Actually. All right. Let's see. What I've oh, I got a better persuade. Yeah, got an eighty in persuade. So here's hoping, and that is a sixty-one. Excellent! Is that's below, right? Correct? That's below. Below my 80.
1: Elijah finally collects himself and says, Okay, I'll open the drawer.
4: Yeah, some, somebody open the drawer. I mean, come on.
3: You know, I feel like there might be some kind of connection here. If she wanted us to touch it, she wouldn't
0: have slammed the drawer.
3: Provided it's even Shannon. Peaches, can you give us some ghost
5: logic here? we? Do we have any insight? We, you. to what she's doing. Bailey's like against the wall. <laughs> just filming, but against the wall.
1: Madam Peaches says I I don't feel that she wants us looking through her things. And I, I do feel some anger hostility for us being here.
2: Question. How heavy does this vanity look? Like, could we shift it away from the wall to check and make sure there's like no weird trap things going on. Somebody's not fucking with us. Some Scooby-Doo nonsense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is relatively heavy because, you know, old furniture, big pieces of wood, but it's small enough that you guys could move it.
2: Here, here. Help help me shift this. Let's let's make sure this is legit before we really start freaking out here.
1: Sure. But so you slide this over just a little bit. And Underneath it, you see a strange symbol carved into the floor.
2: Well, let's definitely get some footage of that. Do
1: I recognize it from anything? Everybody with a cult, give me a roll. All right.
2: I got a 12 under my 70. Ooh. Ooh.
1: I got a
5: 4 under my 40. Okay.
4: I got a ninety-seven over my sixty. <laughs> oh. I rolled another ninety-nine. Over oh. my oh. So those dice are also dead to me.
0: Curse. You're, you're not going to believe this. I rolled a
1: five for my five. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's definitely a old witchcraft kind of symbol. Uh, it's not a pentagram, but it definitely looks like some kind of sacred circle kind of thing with writing on the outside of it. I will say because you all did so well that you know that it is a protection symbol of some sort against evil spirits. And it looks like it's been carved in recently, like within the last few years, as opposed to when the house was built or when Shannon was alive. And I'm sorry, this is carved in where? On the floor underneath the vanity.
2: I mean, we're definitely going to get footage of this.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're getting footage of yeah. everything. It's just across the way because Bailey's. Bailey, do you do you do you get as close as possible, or are you still freaking out?
5: Oh, well, I somehow I saw the symbol, so I I came over as as much as my fear will allow, and we're trying to get. I guess whoever has the light, whoever has the light, I follow them. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, and I guess. My my first idea when I see this symbol because I kind of recognize it is, if this is newer than the ghost who was she died in what 1920 was, what's been going on here? Did somebody try to summon her, or
2: protect against her? Oh uh, no! But now we got witches involved too, which is just wild.
1: And right then, behind you all, you hear. What are you doing in my house? Bailey swings the camera around. (laughs) Standing there is a woman probably in her 60s. Her clothes look like she's been on the street for a while and she's using this particular home as shelter. She looks at you for a second and very sternly says, you've you've disturbed my house. Why? Get out, get out right now. Is that all your stuff out on the on the porch? And Elijah kind of freezes because he didn't realize anyone was living here. What do you guys do? Nice research, Elijah. Thank you. Well, I didn't know someone lived here. I mean, it's it's been abandoned. I didn't think anyone was was here. I just I heard the stories.
2: Let's be honest, this is a very loose definition of living here.
3: True. Yeah. Are you the witch who put the glyph here? Do you know about Shannon?
4: I'm the what? The witch? I'm not I'm not a witch. Um hi, hi, hi. I guess I'll step in and attempt to Hi, we were just uh we we're just filming a, a just a, a little sketch here, a little skit for for school. We we weren't aware that anyone was living here. We thought we thought the place was abandoned. Sorry. And so you pay rent to live here? Or not. Not really. It's no one lives here, so I moved
1: in. It's rains a lot, and it gets really cold out, so I just, uh, I just... Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Can can I
0: ask you something? Sure. Have you experienced anything unusual
1: here?
4: I make the roll film gesture towards (laughs) Bailey.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. Well, I mean, every once in a while, I'll hear voices, and, uh, though I don't necessarily agree with the label of which I did put that symbol there because so there's always something going on in this room and it seems to help a little
3: so Shannon has has spoken to you who the woman who was murdered here
1: there was a woman murdered
3: here that's it's her spirit
1: I, I didn't know
0: it, it was back in the 1920s there's no way you could
1: know okay no I haven't spoken to her I've just hear movement.
0: You said voices, plural. Is there anyone else who, who
1: talks to you? Well, no one talks. I just hear things. Like, they're not speaking to me. It's it's almost like they're on the wind. I, and that's usually what I think is, is that they're just, it's just the wind and how it hits the house. Right.
5: Okay. As she's speaking, Bailey is panning across the room trying to be artsy.
0: Like, yes, the
1: wind moves <laughs> <laughs> through the eaves
0: have you ever looked in this in this vanity before
1: no i haven't i moved it we've just been experiencing some weird things yeah this this room is kind of weird i mean you hear stuff throughout the house but when i first moved in my my grandmother was very cautious about spirits and all and she taught me how to do certain things to Ward them off, and so I that's why I put that symbol there underneath the vanity, all right now that makes perfect sense makes perfect sense. Did anything change once you put the symbol down? to be honest, not really. I mean, every once in a while, I still hear the sounds up here.
3: I mean she knows you you've been here for a bit. We've got this box, like this spirit box that could like distill her voice, and maybe if you asked some questions
1: um. I would be willing to do that. If it helps get her to maybe move on, that would be a nice thing, not to have to deal with her so much. Um, So if you you click on the spirit box, it starts doing the thing. Rebecca says, Shannon, are you in the room with us? She says it a few more times. And there's nothing. Shannon, we, we'd just like to speak with you. And the vanity moves back to the position that it was in. Bailey whips the camera around. You hear the scraping sound. And all over the spirit box you hear Get Out. Okay. I think this is enough for another resolve check at this point.
0: Alright. All right, let's see. <laughs> Oof. Cool. Oh, just made it. Much okay. better.
1: 20. Yeah, I rolled a three. Awesome. Mira? I rolled an 11 on this one. Okay, cool. So all of you did fine. And Rebecca says, now, to be fair, we just want to talk with you. And we want to see if there's any way we can help you. And the spirit box keeps going but no other words are heard. I don't know how long you all decide to stay there, but after the vanity and the get out, there's nothing else that happens. I wanna see if I can
5: use my spot hidden skill, just because obvi- even if nothing happens, it's like- You wanna um, look around. Yeah, yeah, perhaps my eye catches on something weird. So we, it's, I feel like we've expended the the vanity room so you want to um, go through the
1: rest of the house
5: yeah or whatever's accessible you know if in case any rooms are run down or whatever uh if that's not too sweeping just just maybe as i'm taking the the stuff out I'm like all right
1: go ahead and give me a spot hidden roll as you guys search through the rest of the house
5: and i have seen nothing because <laughs> i rolled 87
1: so yeah you all search through the rest of the house and really don't find anything else
3: I'm going to try to, like, take that brooch, like, or open the drawer again and see if we can... Yeah, you open
1: it up. There's the brooch.
3: And... Oh, got to try to to pick it up?
1: We pick it up. Nothing happens.
3: Awesome. Well, this is obviously a token, and since she didn't slam the drawer shut on my fingers again, she means for us to have it.
1: Are you sure? Because I don't know. She moved the vanity back pretty easily and shut the door pretty hard. Maybe she just...
3: Exactly. So... So, she could easily have given us a sign. And this is this way we can like come back and like it's an immediate point of contact. We can use this to strengthen our connection to her. What if she's attached
0: to that brooch and if we take it with us, we're taking her with us?
4: But that's even better. Like, yeah, that's some good footage. Well,
3: Uh, and we could help her. And that helps Rebecca because Rebecca wanted her out of the house.
5: Well, I think we're I think we're we're going maybe too too fast down this hill cuz uh, <laughs> cuz a lot of things are not certain and I uh, I am not one for just stealing jewelry anyway I'm more of a flannel type of girl but
4: this is uh stealing who are we stealing it from From the woman who literally told us to get out We don't one we don't know that she told us to get out two we don't even know that this is hers three she's a ghost I I don't feel comfortable taking it
0: either. I think we should leave it.
3: I'll keep it at my place and that way, like if there's any connection or anything that we can glean, it'll be localized. And we'll see if when Osiris and Isis come back, like from their, you know, whatever they do when they climb out the window, like maybe the cats like can commune with the spirit. Yeah.
5: Oh man, I thought you were talking about literally, like, Osiris the god. <laughs> <I'm> like,
3: dang. <laughs> your connections have gone up, Mira, jeez. No, I, I, I named my cats, who were like giant Maine Coons, Osiris and Isis. Majestic.
1: Elijah says, well, I mean, I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark enough to know that I don't want to look inside the box or whatever. and spirits bad and all that good stuff but if you want to take it you know uh then yeah go for it
0: i don't want to touch it i don't want to ride in the same car as it i don't want it anywhere near me if we
2: don't take it somebody else is going to Mm
0: -hmm. yeah they haven't in all this time come on i'm not certain that the brooch is is it because
5: i'm bailey's been looking at the vanity and question, is the mirror shattered? Is it like an old... Oh yeah, it's, like, it's
1: way gone. There's just like, it's just the frame. Damn. I was hoping for some mirror ghost action. <laughs> <I describe laughs> well, that. not this time, yeah. Not
5: this time. Damn it. Okay, well, uh, I'm still suspicious that this is but one piece of the puzzle, and I don't want to touch it. So, okay. If you're gonna take it, Mira, just...
3: I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it Very carefully in my, like, this giant black handkerchief that I pull out.
1: (laughs) Okay. You all get your stuff together. It's pretty late. Rebecca says, you know, I, you're welcome to come back and look around a little bit more if you want in the future. Just know that I'm here and that, you know, rental is food. So if you have some food you want to bring with you, I will gladly take it.
0: Thank you so much. We we really appreciate it.
4: Yeah, definitely. And, and I think we're going to take you up on that. Um, I think there's a possibility we'll be back possibly tomorrow night.
3: And if anything changes or like if Shannon says anything else, just let us know.
5: Yeah. And Bailey reaches into her wallet and she hands her her photographer card. Which is, I guess, just a mailing address. I'm realizing it'd be a phone number. Yeah. yeah okay. No, yeah. Oh yeah, I can have a phone. It's <laughs> like Stone Age. <laughs> I was like stagecoach, um, and then uh, also a card to the the Zeus Cafe. Just be like, we also we hang out here. Yeah. So holy roast. So she knows that we go to that location. So it's like we mm-hmm. might we might take you here. <laughs>
1: Thank you, thank you. So you head out. It's pretty late at this point. It's like 2 in the morning. You all go your separate ways back to your homes. That night, nothing else happens. And the next morning comes, Maribel, you get a phone call.
6: Hey, Maribel, this is Nathan. Sorry to bug you so early, but we've got some uh, problems. And we need all of our rangers to come in and uh, help out.
0: Oh, no. What's going on?
6: A couple of hikers uh, got lost in uh, the Capitol State Forest.
1: Now, you know that Capitol is to the south of Seattle, past uh, Tacoma and Olympia. It's a, it's pretty big. It's not as big as Olympic, which is to the west by the coast.
6: Look, I, I, do you have some friends that you can call up to bring because... We need people to help out with uh, searching for. We're going to basically make a big line and, and try to track them down because they went off the path.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally. I know my friends will do it. I'll, I'll round them all up.
6: Great. All right. Well, I'll see you in a few.
1: Now, it takes about an hour and a half uh, with traffic to get to the forest out there. The rest of you, I imagine, are probably sleeping except for Mira. Who wakes up in the morning to the sound of the phone, and she can tell by the ring that it's her parents. (laughs) It oddly sounds different.
3: It's especially insistent.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and just a little bit longer. You steal yourself and answer it.
3: Hello? Good morning, honey. How are you?
6: This is your dad. How's everything going?
3: It's fine. I I thought we had talked about this, like, it's... It's 7am. I'm not actually awake on the weekends at 7am.
6: I know, but we've got three Catholic burials that are going to be happening quickly. And, uh, you know, the turnaround is real fast. So kind of need you to come in at some point today, okay? Uh, I know it's early. It's,
3: yeah, I understand.
6: We need to get this these uh, these people going.
3: Give me like... A couple of hours to get ready and wake, and I'll be there.
6: Oh, yeah. Okay, love and kisses, honey. Hurry up. Then not
1: a few moments after you hang up, probably like ten minutes as you're getting ready to go, you get the second phone call from uh, Maribel. Hey, Mara,
3: how's it going? Uh, you know, um, apparently, um... He's just gonna. Uh, my parents need some extra help today, so.
6: Oh, okay. Because I'm, I was, you know,
0: gonna ask. There's, there's been a couple of hikers that have gone missing, and they're asking for volunteers to go help look for them. So I, you know, said that I I might be able to round up a few people. No chance he could, maybe go on a
6: hike today.
3: Uh. Honestly, I don't know how much help I would be there, but it does sound like a better time than spending one of my two days off a week with my parents. So, (laughs) and
0: and all, I mean, honestly, you don't need to know how to do anything. You just keep your eyes open and hopefully you find living hikers, uh, but you might possibly find a body.
6: So
3: I could actually use that to sell this to my parents. (laughs) Um. I'll call you back in like 10 minutes. Okay,
1: cool. I call the funeral home. All right, your mom answers.
3: Mama.
6: I know you're going to ask me. Anytime you say mama, I know something is, you're going to say something.
3: Look, it's important. Like, uh, Papa told me that y'all need my help today, but my friend just called and two hikers. No. You remember Maribel? Remember? I told you about her like every other day.
6: Yeah, I, I remember Maribel. She came over that one time.
3: Yes, she really liked your samosas. Yes. Um, she's she said that two hikers have gone missing, and they're they need people to help them try to find. Today, right now.
6: Uh, missing people. But you're not just trying to get out of uh, embalming, right?
3: How often do I go hiking, Mama? Would I actually volunteer for this if it wasn't important?
6: Are you going with a large group of people that can... Because you're not very good in the forest.
3: I'm gonna go with Mirabelle, and there's a lot of other rangers and other people. They're, they're getting everybody there can.
6: Okay. Well, just be careful.
3: I will, and if we find bodies, I could like, you know, maybe shunt them to, to y'all.
6: I mean, we're, we're very busy, but uh, yeah, we can always we can always accommodate more people. I'll call your sister. I think she's back in town, so maybe she can help. She's so busy with that job of hers. Anyway.
3: Okay, I'll call you later and let you know how it
6: goes. All right, just be careful. I wish you had that pager with you. Love you, dear.
3: Love you too, Mama. Bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I, I call everybody else, you know, same thing. All
1: right, cool. So, yeah, you guys get together like maybe five hours, maybe after, (laughs) after leaving Shannon's house, where do you leave the brooch or do you take it with you?
3: No, I think I have like wrapped it up and put it in a ornate like bowl of salt. Okay. I have an engraved silver bowl that I have filled with Morton salt. (laughs) Where did you put it? I put it on my vanity.
1: Oh, okay. All right. On top of the vanity? Yes. Okay, cool. All right. So uh, the rest of you uh, all agree to show up and and help with the search? Okay. Yep.
2: Yeah, especially because there's been a lot of Bigfoot sightings in that area, so I'm curious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are actually correct. Bigfoot uh, sightings are a normal thing uh, in this area. And you have people, what did they call them? Squatchers. Squatchers. They're so squatchers. Angry. So it takes you guys about an hour and a half to get out to Capitol Forest. There is about 100 to 150 people there already uh, getting ready to make a large line. People are going to be about 10 to 20 feet apart of each other as you walk through large swaths of the forest, trying to find these five missing hikers. Nathan is there, he approaches you, Maribel, and says, you know, thank you so much for coming on your day off, thank you for bringing your friends, the main path is relatively easy, but it branches off into all of these difficult paths, so I'm worried that they might have gone on a branch that they weren't ready for, and they might be at the bottom of a ravine or something. So we're going to have some people going on different paths that are really good hikers and we're going to have people fanning out uh, over some of the more clear areas to see if maybe they can pick up on some tracks Uh, and we're going to have to try to go as quickly as we can. I mean, we have a lot of sunlight because it's early, but you know, the longer that they're out there, the more chance there is that we won't find them in time. So Uh, let's get everybody lined up. And Nathan basically starts to tell everybody what they need to do. You all get into your positions to start the looking. And the forest itself, it's a big pine forest. There's a lot of sun that streams down between the trees, but the trees are really thick. So you can't see that far ahead of you but the forest floor is relatively cool because the sun isn't just beating on you constantly. It's actually quite nice. You start to make your way through this huge forest, and about, I wanna say, an hour into searching, you hear this blood-curdling scream from down the line. Like I said, you can see people all around you. They're 10 to 20 feet apart so that you can always see somebody and you hear someone yell, I found something, oh my, I found something. Okay, well, I start running over. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna be my, yeah.
4: As I run, I I, like sidle up to Bailey and be like, did you bring the camera? Of course. Cool, 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 cool. But I'm gonna be respectful, come on now. I mean, respectful, but get good stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You like, Sean suddenly somewhere pulls out a boon mic. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: out the pantlet. they collapse <laughs> he, borrowed his, he borrowed his grandmother's purse which also can carry everything and just pulls the boom bike out of the purse <laughs>
3: that's like a like a walkman with like the record function on it
1: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. you guys make it over to this area and there is a huge circle where all of the trees have been knocked over. And there is hiker gear strewn throughout this area. It's hard to get around because all of these trees have been literally snapped in half. There's no bodies. but There's an awful lot of blood. It's everywhere. And you hear the sounds of ravens and crows not far away. They had been there just a moment before... Looking for morsels, and now they're waiting patiently on the perimeter of the circle as the search party makes their way into the area. Let's make a resolve roll. <laughs> yeah,
6: okay. you did it.
1: Nope.
4: Okay, I made it. Okay, I, made it. I got a ninety-three. Remind me if I think I might have really screwed this up. Just remind me. I got a ten. Okay, on the 10s dice and a right. zero on the other. So you got a 10. That's good. Whew. Okay. If, right. it's zeros, a... if it's all zeros, if it's all zeros, that's 100. <laughs> got it. Whew. So I made it. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so everybody made it? Did I hear that nope. correct? Oh, I you did, did not. Okay. So you're looking at all this blood that's like dripping off these branches and... For me, it's not the blood. It's the amount of
0: trees that are knocked down and what the hell could have done that.
1: So you only take one point. You got lucky. Just kind of shakes you for a second. And Nathan loudly pronounces, goes, you know, hey, everybody, stay back. Just stay on the perimeter. We're going to have to get the police out here to do their thing.
2: The blood, does it seem relative to two hikers, or does it look like a lot more blood than two hikers would have?
1: Well, actually, it was five hikers altogether. It was five? Oh, yeah, I thought it was two. and it, it right totally there. looks like five hikers.
2: It's five hikers worth of blood?
1: Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's five. If it, yeah, That's our new unit for <laughs> judging <laughs> how much blood. Hikers it's worth. H- hiker, it's a hiker's worth of blood. So it's five <laughs> yeah. hikers worth of blood, and that's a lot. That's a lot Yeah, ton. that's a lot. So yeah, there's a, uh, there's a ton of blood out here and they basically say, Hey, everybody just stay where you're at. And we're going to have the cops come out and uh, start doing the thing. And then Nathan says, everybody just look around, see if there's any possibility of tracks away from this to see, be careful. There's all of our tracks, obviously, but maybe if a, uh, if a camper did get away uh, they left a, a some kind of trail with the blood. It's it's possible.
2: Yeah, Cecil mouths to um, Sean. Aliens.
0: Yeah, probably. I'm going to roll my track.
1: Yeah, everybody, if you can either make spot hidden or track rolls. Yes, that's um, a I, 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 I don't have either mm-hmm. of those.
0: Okay. I got a 14 under my 50. In that case,
1: uh-huh. Jay, just roll, um, just roll an uh, intelligence check and make it hard. So half it. Oh, jeez. Okay.
3: I am not good in the woods. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I passed I pass my check on Spot Hidden.
1: I did not. Uh, I did not. Maribel and Bailey, you two are looking around and you smell blood and you come around the corner and there is a huge footprint in the mud with blood all around it. And then a second footprint, and a third footprint, and that's where we're gonna stop the game.
2: Oh. <laughs> Still could be Bigfoot. Like an interdimensional it's, being. We don't know yet. It's a
1: pretty. It's a pretty sizable. It's a. Sizable. It's, a big, it's literally <laughs> the biggest foot. As always, thank you guys so much.
4: Where can we find you all on the internet? Uh, hi y'all, it's Jay here. You can find me on the socials at Jay Holtham in all the old familiar social places. You can also find me playing RPGs at Happy Jacks uh, RPG and occasionally at It's Probably Okay's Twitch channel.
2: Hey guys, I am and will continue to be Mac Mauvais. You can find me online as at strange like that. That's the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebooks, the website and possibly other dimensions.
0: <laughs> hey i'm michelle otis and you can find me on the twitter uh i'm um, at michulu that's m-i-c-h-u-l-h-u you can also find my music through plate mail games on drive Through rpg and battle bards hi i'm saint or saint spider and uh, you can find me on twitter at
5: saint spider tv all one word that is
3: s-a-i-n-t-s-p-i-d-e-r tv at twitter Hi, I'm Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at LADC girl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I girl and all the other socials as Forgotten Saves. If you find me in alternate dimensions, please pretend you don't know me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and i am wes otis i have been your keeper for this particular game of otherworld seattle you can find me at plate mail games on twitter you can also find the podcast at 12 sided stories that's the number 12 and then cited stories you can find us on instagram at the same handle or at our website 12 Side Stories, all spelled out. You can help us out in one of three ways. You can give us a shout out if you like the show Uh, on social media. You can write a review, which is always great. Or join us on Patreon, where you get a bunch of really cool stuff. So thank you for listening, and we will be back at you uh, in a little bit. Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye Bye-bye.